the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 178 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nawatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm 14. I'm Liam, and I'm 11. And we today are going to continue with part five of our dramatic reading of Duel of the Fates, which is the unused script for episode nine by Colin Trevorrow and Derek Connolly. So... We have done four parts already. Uh, If you haven't listened to those, this might be confusing. You can go back and listen to them. I will link to them on the website, the blog post for this episode, which will be at childrenoftheforce.com. But just to to recap, yeah, I mean, they're long, you know, it's a lot. So let's just do a quick. Listen to those before you watch, you listen to this probably. But if you've listened to those already, or if you don't want to, here's what's happened in the story so far, more or less. Rose, Finn, Poe, Ray, and BB-8 tried to blow up a First Order shipyard over Kuat. They failed. They stole a Star Destroyer. They brought it to the Resistance base. Leia was not impressed. She thought the First Order was going to track it. So she orders an evacuation of that base. And uh, that base does get uh, blown up. The whole planet does, pretty much. Uh, And they found a lot of weapons and ships on the Star Destroyer. So they did escape. And the resistance lives on. Kylo went to Remnicor to meet Torvalum, who is an ancient dark side guy who's going to teach him stuff. And uh, Finn, Rose, C-3PO, and R2-D2 went on a trip to Coruscant to turn on an old-timey transmitter at the Jedi Temple because uh, everything was dark. No one, planets couldn't communicate with each other, so the resistance couldn't grow, right? They couldn't communicate. Uh, Ray, Poe, and Chewie went to a planet called Bonadan to find an old Force-sensitive friend of Poe's, who he thinks will help them find Mortis. Uh, and I don't remember why. I think Ray had a vision that she had to go to Mortis, I think. Uh, but anyway, so this, it's like a, a girl, a young, young girl, I Very think. small, like um, five-year-old girl. Was she five? Yeah, anyway, so she, she gave, she drew a map to Mortis for Ray, and... As they're trying to get off the planet, the Knights of Ren attack. Uh, Our heroes kill all of the Knights of Ren, I think. Meanwhile, back on Coruscant, Finn and Roe got the signal out. But the First Order attacked the temple, the Jedi Temple, which is where they were, what they were using to get the signal out. Uh, Finn escaped, but Rose was captured. The signal for everyone to rise up against the First Order went out, but it was cut short by Kylo, who sucked the life force out of Torvalum and uh, used his force energy to stop the signal somehow. Because he's really powerful now. Yep, yep. And now he's going to Mortis, too. So Rey went off on her own to Mortis on the Knife Nine, which is... The Knife Nine. I'm sorry. You're right. On the Knife Nine. (laughs) Uh... To Mortis to confront... It's been so long, I forgot. That's how how it's said. Uh, To confront Kylo, she mind-tricked Poe into leaving her because he really wanted to go with... Oh, that whole thing. Yep. Uh, Poe and Chewie meet up with Leia. And uh, Leia talks with Luke a little bit. They just chat about stuff. Uh, Finn helps a stormtrooper see the light on Coruscant. Tells him to get a name and find something worth fighting for. And uh, 
Hux tries to use the Force on Rose to get her to give up the stolen Star Destroyer's signature code so they can track it. He's very concerned about the Resistance having a Star Destroyer. It's kind of funny that Hux tried to use the Force because he can't. Yeah. Um, and he really wanted to. Oh trying to use it. Yeah, is that right? And I was yeah. like, are you trying to use the Force? He was like, um, no, uh, no. I was, uh, <laughs> Rose is just making fun of him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, Leia tries to recruit Lando to the cause. But he's a tired old man, so he says no, and uh, she heads to Coruscant anyway to join the fight. And Finn meets up with some Coruscant citizens who are in hiding, and he's going to lead them in resistance. And Rose escapes captivity. We don't know what's up with her yet. Uh, Finn and the resistors, they steal a big walker, and he gets into a fight with a brute trooper. And uh, the stormtrooper that he ran into before comes to the rescue. And he found a name, Wraith, and something worth fighting for. And uh, Ray and Kylo meet at the temple on Mortis. Kylo admits to killing Ray's parents. He said that Snoke had orders to kill anyone who could destroy him. And uh, Ray was one of those threats. And uh, so Leia is uh, outside of Coruscant, right, ready to join the fight. And Hux says, this is going to be the end of the Resistance today. Finally, and that's where we left off. So let's get started. What page are we on? We're on page 97 of 97. this script. more stormtroopers also join in and fight also? Yes, I think some more stormtroopers fought also. 97 out of what? Uh, 97 out of 130? I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. The Millennium Falcon rockets out of the bay and joins the Resistance attack fleet. The Sentinels unleash hell, assisted by a squadron of TIE Hunters launching from within. Poe is inundated with blasts from the larger ships. A trio of Hunters bears down on the Falcon, then explode in succession. Chewbacca's X-Wing zips overhead, eliminating the enemy ships with precise focused shots. Chewie wears no helmet. You're good at that. It's really bad. No, it's good. BB-8 chirps from the droid socket. In the Falcon cockpit, Poe raises his eyebrows, impressed. That's one hell of a pilot. Hmm. This episode's rated PG. Uh, That'll be the last H word we say. It's in the movies, but, you know. All right. Above Coruscant, the Eclipse unloads a super laser on the Sentinels. They explode as our attack fighters and transports descend through the billowing fire to Planetfall. On Imperial Boulevard on Coruscant, Womp! The AT-MT walker's foot stomps down the boulevard toward the First Order capital. The new Resistance army moves with it. Thousands now. Some with blasters, others with nothing but clubs and passion. Finn marches out front with Rafe and his rebel troopers. Dade rides out of the top hatch of the head of the ATMT, speaking through the booming broadcast speaker. Rise up! Join the fight! Small bands of revolutionaries appear from side alleys, a trickle building to a stream, building to a river, but a distant sound silences them. Lock-stepped boots. A thousand riot-suppressing Mandalorian brute troopers. What, what the heck? Uh, okay. A thousand riot-suppressing Mandalorian brute troopers. Bulky armored mercenaries with heavy shields and arm cannons. 
Sun cuts through the fog, revealing the extent of the capital's defenses. Advanced tanks and walkers, new designs we've never seen. Finn holds the line at the sight of the oncoming forces. Stand your ground! Finn and the stormtroopers are hit with fire from all sides. On R2-D2 and C-3PO, walking through lasers, a First Order astromech droid, R-808, rolls to a scomp terminal on the side of a flipped tank and plugs in. R2 beeps urgently. He's sending a distress signal. Stop him! Nobody's listening to C-3PO. R2 beeps furiously. Me? I'm not programmed for violence, R2. Beep! C-3PO steals himself, hustles through laser fire, and rips open the back panel of R-808. I do apologize for this. He reaches into the droid's innards and pulls circuits out. R-808 beeps in distress, adding to C-3PO's horror. Please go quietly. One last yank and R-808 sparks out, tips, hits the ground. R2 quickly plugs into the vacated scomplink, sends his own command. The belly railgun stops, spins, resets, and fires on the brute troopers. Finn climbs up onto the flip tank past C-3PO, who frets over the inanimate shell of R-808. I've done horrible things. I may never be the same. Shadows glide over the long boulevard. A squadron of Thai bombers crater the boulevard ahead of them. Geysers of concrete spew upward. They're about to be decimated. When a fleet of X-Wings and B-Wings dive from the sky, the resistant ships fly through the trench of buildings and hammer the bombers, spinning them into explosive collisions. Remember that um, Leia didn't want them to fight, so she was like... <clears throat> but she did decide to go. She decided yeah. to go eventually, but she yeah. was like really against the idea of doing yeah. this. Because she thought there's no way, they don't have enough. Right. Yeah. Finn, Rafe, and the stormtroopers cheer the skies. Resistance transports land on the boulevard behind them. Stolen First Order AT-ATs, ATSTs, and attack speeders emerge from the cargo doors. They are heavily modded, painted with revolutionary colors, eyes, and teeth. Resistance troopers pour out of the landing transport. Resistance troopers pour out of the landing transports. You feel that? Finn swells with hope. We are the resistance, all of us. At the Temple of Mortis, night. Rain pounds the gray stone, lit by flashes of blue and red. Lightsabers clash as Rey and Kylo fight mercilessly on the steps of the temple. Ancient statues crumble. Rey stops them in midair, pushing them back. I could have been your teacher. Rey loses ground, doubts herself, stumbles. I could have ended your pain. Ray slices Kylo's mask, shearing the bottom right half clean off, revealing the flesh beneath. He removes it. Eye to eye now, she parries and attacks. You're weakening. Kylo allows Ray's barrage to hammer him, taking careful controlled counter-strikes through her wild assaults. The last glimmer of a dying light. Kylo strikes, a wicked blow across her face that instantly cauterizes a scar from her left cheek to her forehead. Wow. Ray's lightsaber drops to the stone. She falls to her knees and screams, clutching her eyes. When she opens them, the world is an abstract blur of light. She's blinded. 
Kylo stands over her, lightsaber pointed to her heart. Ray looks up, crying blood. Ray falls backwards down the stone steps, motionless. Goodbye, scavenger. Kylo enters the Temple of Mortis, leaving Ray blind and bleeding on the steps. Oh my. Ufta. How is she gonna recover from that? In space above Coruscant, the Falcon buzzes the surface of the Eclipse, picking off attackers. Chewbacca's X-Wing flies right with it. Woom! A finalizer Star Destroyer arrives from hyperspace. It fires on the Eclipse, hitting the deflector shields. On the bridge of the Eclipse, Leia swivels in her chair, conducting the revolution. Engage starboard cannons! Gun ports on the side of the Eclipse open, pushing out twenty massive ion cannons like a pirate ship. They fire in unison. The finalizer stutters from the barrage and explodes. Leia clenches her fist amidst cheers of victory. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Ten more destroyers arrive at once, an armada of sizes and classes. Her confidence drains. Come about! The eclipse turns on its axis and unleashes heck. The lasers light up the dark like Christmas. Or Life Day. Yeah, like Life Day. <laughs> the First Order Destroyer... <laughs> uh, Christmas, come on. Right. Yeah. The First Order Destroyers fire back, faster and more propulsive than we're used to. Their relative scale to the Eclipse lets us feel their speed for the first time. An air battle over Coruscant, the Resistance ships weave and glide between buildings, firing on TIE hunters at window level of the profiteers who finance this conflict. A tight squadron reaches the capital itself. Their leader, Eloasti, sends a pair of homing missiles into the structure. They hit big. Ion cannons on motorized swivels rise up from the structure's roof, blasting ships out of the sky with deadly precision. In the war room of the First Order capital, Chancellor Hux watches a holographic representation of the air battle. How is this not over? It's the stolen dreadnought, sir. Our fleet isn't equipped to engage a ship of that magnitude. I mean all of it. Boom! An explosion rocks the capital, flickering the lights. In a First Order capital corridor, Rose sneaks through the crisp white hallway. She ducks into a recess, a procession approaching, Commander Selleck in the center of it. Ready the hyperdrive. Rose holds a gasp. The capital is a ship. In the unlikely event our defenses are breached, we will make the jump to light speed. It reminds me of Lothal. Remember how the Capitol building, the Imperial yeah, Capitol building was a ship? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm imagining this looks the same. Well, and we saw, um, remember the concept image of this ship where it's like, of the Capitol, how it like ends at like a point and it's like, uh, it's like an upside down triangle. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense. Like yeah. it's just hovering there. Yeah. She watches the First Order techs break away. They scan the ID bars on their uniforms and disappear through a door. Rose sneaks to a window overlooking a vast architectonic abyss encircling the spine of the capital. Attached to the spine like a vertebra, the cubed transmission jammer, completely encased in armor with no bridges or access points. She can't reach it. She removes those confiscated First Order ID bars from a hidden pocket Scans the door. It opens. Rose creeps into a control room stacked with nav consoles. A First Order tech says, Prepare for surface disengagement. 
ready engines for hyperspace. Purely precautionary. She slips behind consoles and opens a panel in the floor. There's all this stuff about Rose, and I just want to say something <clears throat> for her, because I love saying <laughs> yeah. stuff for her yeah. so much. <laughs> Rose crawls down into the subspace beneath the control room, surrounded by the wired computer towers that power the hyperdrive. The techs are still audible above. Ready to set coordinates, sir. Plot a course for the Forve system. Forve, you say? <laughs> the Forve system? The Forve? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Rose opens a panel to hyperdrive computer's motherboard and goes to work. In the Millennium Falcon cockpit, Poe zips between a pair of burning destroyers as they collide behind him, swarming ties and chaos outside his cockpit. Chewie, get down there. They need you. I've got this under control. He doesn't. In Chewie's X-Wing, BB-8 beeps frantically. Chewie spins and dives, breaking into the atmosphere. Chewbacca's X-Wing descends to the capital, weaving through the grid of lasers fired upwards by the ion cannons. He makes an attack run over the cannon arrays, taking out several turrets with one continuous dizzying display of aeronautical... Badassery. Yes, we'll pronounce it badassery. <laughs> badassery. Badassery. Alarm warnings, multiple lock-ons, TIE fighters swarm around Chewie, ganging up. BB-8 chirps, concerned. Chewie roars, also concerned. Blam, they're hit. Chewie maneuvers over Monument Square, spinning into a dive. The orange X-Wing makes a distressed landing, knocking over brute troopers in its path as it comes to a screeching stop. Save that pilot! Finn and his squad blast their way toward the crashed ship. He climbs onto the wing. BB-8 beeps frantically. BB-8? The cockpit opens up. Chewbacca roars. Chewie, where'd you learn to fly like that? And Chewbacca says, <laughs> which translates into, before you were born. Rafe yells, incoming! A fresh batch of heavy ATMTs emerge. Cannon fire rains down from the capital above. This revolution may not last long. On the Eclipse Destroyer Bridge... Leia is weary but steadfast. Leia says, Change our plane of attack. Don't let them line up on us. Connix interrupts urgently. General, our agent on the inside is contacting you. We have an agent on the inside? Connix activates her comm speaker. It's Rose. The capital's a ship. Rose? Slow down. Rose is patched into a comm terminal, sparks falling around her, hot wired cables string between CPU towers. They're going to leave the planet. I can disable the hyperdrive, but I need the key codes in R2's memory drive. R2's with Finn. Patch her through. Finn's alive? At Monument Square, Finn takes cover behind a fallen ATST, yells into his comm. Rose, you're alive! Stay where you are, we're coming for you. Rose rolls her eyes, about to save everyone's butt. Great. Listen carefully. I need R2 to transfer me the hyperdrive keys before this thing takes off. Hyperdrive? Where are you? There's a Scomplink terminal at the base of the capital. I'll have a direct connection to him from there. Got it? Finn looks around frantically. R2? Where are you? He spots C-3PO and R2-D2 behind a flipped tank, races to them, grabs R2. We need to get you to the capital. Master Finn, we're more suited for rear unit duty. Finn looks out at the battlefield, eyeing the path to the base terminal. First Order transports touch down ahead. Even more brute troopers spill out into the square. None of this matters. If we don't reach the terminal... 
R2 beeps, determined. For glory? What are you saying, R2? There is no glory for droids. Blam! R2-D2 takes a direct hit from a cannon blast. He hits the side of the tank and falls hard. No comical squeal. He's silent and scorched black. Unmoving. R2! R2? R2? Chewie, cover us! Finn hunkers over R2. Chewbacca stands tall, firing away. R2? R2, say something! Finn waves smoke away from R2's burnt body. The droid's circuits are dead. No power. Those codes are in here somewhere. Finn opens a panel and removes R2's memory drive. I'm sorry, buddy. BB-8! BB-8 rolls up, ready for duty. Finn opens a compartment in the droid's round body and inserts R2's memory drive. It's all up to you now, okay? Rose, send BB-8 the terminal coordinates. He's got this. You got this, right? BB-8 nods, silent, focused. His moment. Covering fire! Finn, Chewbacca, and the stormtroopers cover as best they can. Go, go! BB-8 dashes into the battle. We stay right with him, tracking past a barrage of explosions with laser blasts, moving through AT-MT legs, narrowly missing craters and fallen brute troopers. Finn watches the little guy from afar, inspired. He looks around at the wounded resistance, cut off and surrounded, fighting for survival. Boom! An explosion knocks Finn off his feet, ears ringing. Fall back, Rafe says. Finn yells to C-3PO, still kneeling over R2-D2's fallen body. 3PO, we have to move. C-3PO looks up, hand on R2's scorched head, emotion like we've never seen from him. I can't leave him. Finn is speechless, crushed by it all. Chewbacca reaches down and heaves R2-D2's scorched shell up onto his back. With one arm blasting and the other securing R2, he and Finn race toward cover. (laughs) Chewbacca gets hit, stumbles, keeps going. Chewbacca is hit again, falls to one knee, almost drops R2, stands up. Finn's eyes tear up as they fire back at impossible odds. This is how it ends. Poe watches enemy ships slip through their strafing attack formations and descend toward Coruscant. Poe says, we'll have no chance down there if these reinforcements make it through. We need more ships. Another Star Destroyer appears from hyperspace. And another. Leia watches the numbers shift even more out of favor. Luke, I'm sorry. In the Temple of Mortis, Kylo Ren's long shadow precedes him into the Cavern of Stone. Statues of the ancients look down into a deep void in the center, sealed with a slab of unpolished marble. Kylo reaches out. The stone slab slides off and falls to the ground with a thud. He looks down into the well beneath the temple, deep into the heart of Mortis, eager for his reward. It's empty. Nothing. A hole in the ground. No. No. Kylo searches the rune-covered walls for answers. He finds only arcane, sculpted faces looking down at him. No. He fires his saber and slashes at the statues, scarring the ancients with his rage. Luke's voice says, You've lost, Ben. Luke Skywalker steps into the light. A thin blue glow traces his form. You're dead. The Jedi are ghosts. The dark side has failed you, like it failed my father. Your father was weak. His love for his family saved him. I wish it could save you. 
Luke looks deep into his former student's pained eyes. I did what I had to do. You chose hate. I chose power. Kylo fires his saber and attacks, but Luke catches the blade with his gloved hand, stopping it in midair, stronger than Kylo could possibly imagine. I'll be stronger than any Skywalker has ever been. Their faces are inches away, separated by the red blade. You are no Skywalker. Your uh, Luke voice is really your good. Your Luke voice is amazing. <laughs> You're really good at that. It's like Mark Hamill. You should be his backup. Mm, yeah, just right. in case he can't act, you know? <laughs> for the movie. Thank you. On the Temple Mount, Ray lies motionless on the stone steps, blind and bleeding in the rain. Then her hand moves. Her eyes flutter open. Luke. In the Temple of Mortis, Luke's expression changes, sensing her. Let go, Kylo. You can't defeat us. Us? I am not alone. Obi-Wan was right. Ray drags her shattered body up the temple steps. Her arm gives out. She collapses. The pain is too much. Luke says, we're connected. All living things. In the Eclipse Destroyer, Leia looks beyond the battle, feeling Ray's pain. Ray. The Force surrounds us. Rose winces from sparks as she rewires the hyperdrive on the Capitol, fingertips bleeding. She looks up, a feeling. It penetrates us. In the Falcon, Poe flies through a barrage of laser fire. It binds the galaxy together. He feels the connection from across the galaxy. Poe says, Ray. Ray says into the rain, Poe. Finn. Finn is crouched low behind cover, lasers flying overhead. Luke says, We are one, bound by the Force. Finn feels the connection, a surge of hope. Fight, Ray, fight. Ray hears him. He's there with her. They all are. Fight. Luke gives his former student a faint smile. And we will not be broken. This is one of those scenes that would would be so much better if it was actually in movie form. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's so epic. Yeah. It would be so yeah. much better. Like, like when Usually the... I say epic instead of like cool or awesome, but like mm. this is like epic, you know? Epic, yeah, epic. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty cool. Like, it's like dramatic. The scene cuts and yeah, mm-hmm. I can imagine it. Yep. With all her strength, the last Jedi rises. She unwraps a strip of cloth from the bandage on her hand, uses it to blindfold her eyes. Luke vanishes. Beyond him, Ray stands tall in the arched doorway, blind, bruised, determined. Our masters were wrong. I will not deny my anger, and I will not reject my love. Her fallen lightsaber flies into her hands. I am the darkness, and I am the light. You are nothing. You are no one. She ignites the blades. They crackle. No one is no one. Kylo charges. Their blades meet and sizzle. Ray fights him blindfolded, guided by the Force. 
In space, over Coruscant, burning resistance cruisers plummet to landfall. Leia watches the fiery carnage out her observation window. It's over. Connix says, More ships arriving from the Outer Rim, General. Prepare to retreat. These aren't First Order ships. Leia looks out at the starfield ahead, surprised. A thousand ships appear from hyperspace. A massive fleet of smugglers and thieves flying tricked-out junkyard-bound personal cruisers. The pirates Han Solo spent half of his life running from. In the lead is Lando's personal starship, the Lady Luck. This is, this part's mm. like the... Yeah, it's this very seems, similar. Uh, this seems familiar. familiar. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's weird. Well, you know, this script was written first, so... True. Lando Calrissian helms the controls. Thought you could use a few scoundrels. Nine Nylon, an aging alien in a vintage bomber jacket, shakes his head in the co-pilot's chair. Nine Nylon says... Ned umb nidwin, which roughly translates to, I'm too old for this poop. Lando's ragtag fleet attacks, covering for the larger battleships as they lay waste to the enemy. On Imperial Boulevard, a burning TIE hunter crashes into the army of brute troopers and tanks in the square. Finn looks up. A battalion of ships he's never seen before joins the firefight in the sky. What? Yeah! He raises his rifle in the air, yelling to all who can hear. Chewie, we got company. BB-8 reaches the capital base and plugs into the terminal. Rose receives the feed on her hacked CPU tower. The panel lights up with a flood of key codes. Attaboy. The First Order fleet takes a beating. Connick says, First Order forces are in retreat. Send more ships to the capital. Leia smiles as relief washes over her. Poe, get down there. Poe steers the Falcon into a steep descent straight down. Copy that. The Falcon starts one long descent from space into the city. Poe takes out TIE hunters as he goes, firing the Falcon's forward cannons until they jam dry. The ship dives into the canyon of buildings, leveling out on a trajectory toward the legion of ATMTs on the boulevard. The Falcon buzzes over the heads of Finn and Chewbacca, and crashes through the legs of the walkers, cutting the mechanical beasts off at the knees, toppling them all as it sparks out into Monument Square. The ship grinds to a stop at the base of the capital. The accumulated pile of fallen walkers and crashed ships creates a barricade on the front steps. In the First Order capital, alarms blare. Commanding officers frantically prepare for departure. Hux eyes the crashed falcon in the square below. Bomb the city! Decimate every last bean! Our forces are outnumbered, sir. Hux realizes the tragic truth. He lost the Star Wars. Dang, Hux really hates beans. <laughs> it actually says he lost, he lost the Star Wars. Dang, Hux really hates beans. Not yeah, gonna lie, dude. Yeah. Like, what's your problem with beans? I know, like, soybeans are great. And then, yeah, that's all we eat. <laughs> Did you miss the joke? He lost the Star I know, Wars. I know, I heard yeah. it, Dada. It's not funny, it's cringy and bad. Okay, cringy and bad stuff I isn't mean, funny. It wasn't going to be a line in the movie. It was just a line in the no. script. But true, true, still, 
still writes like that like it, you know you could it could be so good to bring like star wars <laughs> into the name then one last time you know, know yeah, the but they just didn't do it in a good way who writes like, <laughs> like that? i guess the person Why would in you? the daily show writes like that <laughs> trevor noah, trevor noah. <laughs> colin, colin trevor noah okay colin trevor noah <laughs> moving on he lost the Star Wars. Hux storms into his lush chamber, goes to the collector's case, removes one of his prized vintage lightsabers. He activates it and impales himself with the purple blade. Oh my. Oh, I'm dark first. I got dark. Yeah. She's right after the laugh line of he lost the Star Wars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Losing the Star Wars is, is sad. I guess. There's millions of billions of people watching the movie and you just lost, dude. You just lost. Okay. Hux kneels, the glowing saber protruding from his chest as First Order ships descend in smoke and fire out the window. At the Temple of Mortis, Kylo counters Rey's every move. They are evenly matched, two sides of a coin, flame and shadow fighting to the death. A vicious swing and Kylo's lightsaber shatters at the hilt, destroyed, along with several fingers on his left hand, cut across the palm. He looks at it with disbelief, stumbles back toward the empty well of Mortis, falls to one knee. Rey stands over him, anger flowing. She separates her dual lightsaber, holds one blade pointed to Kylo's chest. Kylo is stunned by the powerful being before him. She's almost glowing, unfathomable living force within. Kylo clenches his teeth, eyes furious, a rage like we haven't seen since Anakin. He reaches out the open palm of his good hand and extracts the living force from Rey as Torvalum taught him. She rises, energy flowing from her body into Kylo's hand as the life drains from her. She pulls her blindfold off and screams to the sky. Kylo stands tall, energized. His face has returned to normal, healed. He pulls the iron plates off his skin. They fall away, healthy flesh underneath. He looks beyond Ray to the empty well of Mortis. They were wrong, all of them. The power of this place can't be taken. Ben, but it's nothing compared to you. Kylo takes more from her. Rey is almost gone, drained of life. She summons all her strength, reaches out. With the last of herself, she offers him her hand. Ben, please. Leia feels the disturbance. It pains her. Into the vastness of space, she says her son's name. Ben. Then Kylo hears his mother's voice, carried by the Force. Ben. He stops, hearing her, feeling her close. Come back. Come home. Something happens to Kylo when he hears his mother's voice. Leia speaks to her son through the Force. Help us. Kylo feels the very thing that destroyed Anakin, but doesn't make him feel weak. He looks at Rey's outstretched hand and takes it. The living force flows back into her. Both light and dark swirl within Rey as Kylo is reduced to an empty shell, a man without power, a frightened boy. 
Kylo and Rey collapse into one another, each propping the other up on their knees. Rey is close to him now, their foreheads touching. He is weakened, spent, in the last moments of his life. Solana. Rey is stunned to hear her name, distant like a memory. Your name, Rey Solana. Those words are Ben Solo's last. Ray watches the light dim in his eyes, but it is the light. Goodbye, Ben. With a look that could be perceived as love, Ben Solo dies. Ray releases her hold, collapses, barely alive herself. They've fought to the death. On the capital steps on Coruscant, Finn appears through the smoke, bloodstained, dirty, a hero. Rafe and the other renegade stormtroopers behind him. Poe climbs out of the Falcon cockpit. Chewbacca helps him. Poe regards his old friend, amazed at his transformation. He spots a fallen resistance flag on the ground, picks it up, hands it to Finn. Finn takes the flag, climbs up the angled bow of the crashed midnight oiler to the top of the barricade of ships. Poe and Chewbacca scale it with him. Finn waves the flag for all to see. The ground shakes. They all look up as the First Order capital leaves its moorings. Poe says, everyone get back. A thunderous boom as the capital rises into the sky. Finn says, Rose is still in there. Finn spots BB-8 rolling toward them from the quaking base. BB-8, where is she? Rose races through the quaking capital. Checks a hand-drawn map on her hand, rounds a corner toward a bay of escape pods, climbs inside one, shuts the door. It launches as the capital rises, a short trip before it crash lands onto the battlefield. In the First Order capital, Commander Selleck looks down at the shrinking metropolis below. The massive structure casts a shadow over the city. Ready for light speed. Finn rushes to Rose's crashed escape pod. Rose! He touches her face. Are you okay? Touches his hand affectionately. I'm fine. She looks up at the this rising. Seems a little familiar. <laughs> she looks up at the rising capital, backlit against the setting sun. Poe, Chewie, BB-8, and C-3PO follow her eyes. 3PO says, "They're getting away." Finn says, "Did you disable the hyperdrive? I couldn't figure it out." Hope falls away. So I made some adjustments to the nav computer. Without precise calculations, that thing could... The capital jumps to light speed. The moment it vanishes. Boom! It collides with a distant planet. The impact is so massive, so galaxy-shaking, it's visible for light years. But what about the planet? Oh, it's a star. Okay, okay. It says distant planet. But then she says star. Oh, okay. Rose says... Fly right into a star. <laughs> Rose. <laughs> That's where the Wilhelm scream would be inserted. Yeah. The Wilhelm scream <laughs> heard throughout the galaxy. <laughs> Leia shields her eyes at the enormous explosion in deep space, pulsating in the starry twilight. A beacon of hope. Radio communications instantly crackle to life. A cacophony of voices fill the frequency waves, calling on their brethren to fight. Finn, Poe, Rose, Chewie, and the droids all look up, awed, inspired. But they can't celebrate. Not yet. Poe looks at Finn, speaking volumes. You feel it too? Poe nods, 
affirming their connection. Ray is gone. No. no they can't kill no, Ray no. and <clears throat> R2-D2. Remember, Finn felt that Ray was gone in The Rise of Skywalker, too, so... Oh, oh, so they felt the connection between I know, themselves. I know. I thought that's, that's what, what they were going felt. to. Yeah. Okay. In the Temple of Mortis, Ray lies flat on the stone. Silence. Light fills the space around her, particles of energy floating up. She rises with them. The light engulfs the frame until we reach a place beyond what we know. The astral plane. Glimmers of energy flicker like fireflies in the darkness. Ray opens her eyes, clear again, unburdened. Three of the distant glimmers grow larger than the others. She moves toward them. Yoda, Luke Skywalker, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ray says, Is this death? Obi-Wan says, In this place, there is no such thing as death. I can see. Your true self is free of suffering, free of pain. Taught as much you have. I've taught you? Mmm. Succeeded where we have failed. Narrow was our point of view. Luke says, you chose to embrace the dark side and the light, to find balance within. Coexist they must, as such feelings do in all of us. But if I'm here with you... A choice you must make. To return or to remain. Luke says, here there is serenity, knowledge, peace... Those lost, but not forgotten. She looks beyond them at the shimmering flecks of energy. And there? Obi-Wan says, there you will face a galaxy in turmoil, pain, suffering, the loss of those you love. But living you will be. Love you shall. We hold on Ray's face as she considers the life she's yet to live and makes her decision. Thank you. The spirits fade into the cosmic force. As the light overwhelms us, Obi-Wan Kenobi's voice echoes. You are a Jedi, Rey Solana, but you will not be the last. On Coruscant, a resistance flag rises from the rubble at the site of the old capital. Thousands of citizens fill the square, free. In a ceremonial hall, Heroes at attention, Leia Skywalker Organa in elegant white, Lando Calrissian and her top generals around her. Finn, Rose, Poe, and Chewie stand before Leia. She places medals of honor around each of their necks. God, this is also familiar! <laughs> yeah. BB-8 beeps excitedly at their feet. After 40 years of service, Chewie gets a medal. Again. Chewie got Chewie his medal! <laughs> Chewie got a medal! He got his medal! He metal. got it! We just didn't see it in the movie. It's been written about in like three different books that are canon. Canon books. <sighs> it's Colin Trevor Noah. Never, <laughs> never read a Star Wars. <laughs> Only I get a joke about my mistakes, not you! <laughs> no, I like it. It's a good way to remember his name. Colin Trevor Noah. Colin Trevor Noah. On a landing platform, Leia looks down at the blue beacon bracelet once used to guide Ray back to safety, clenched tight in her hand. Finn and Rose stand by her side. Leia says, I can't feel her presence. Finn bows his head. Neither can he. Leia continues, But there's a calm I've never felt. Balance. Finn says, 
That's her. Leia smiles. BB-8 rolls up, beeps to Rose and Finn. Come on, we've got work to do. Leia approaches Poe and Chewbacca, also on their way. She places the beacon bracelet in Poe's hand. Poe says, I'll never stop looking. Chewbacca gives her a giant Wookiee hug. Leia says, okay, okay, easy. Finn approaches Poe, holding something under his arm. Finn says, let me know what you find. Poe says, I will. Finn hands Poe his old leather jacket. For good luck. Poe smiles, takes it, hugs him. Chewbacca growls. We follow Poe and Chewie to the Millennium Falcon, rebuilt to look better than it has in decades. In the Falcon in space, Poe flips switches in the cockpit. Ready, Chewie? He takes Ray's beacon and hangs it, replacing Han's dice. In Leia's quarters, Leia watches from her window as the Millennium Falcon jets off into the starfield. The Phantom Hawk rockets the other way into empty space. Leia checks on R2-D2, still under construction. A repair droid works on rebuilding his destroyed frame. How is he coming along? A quick cycle through his memory banks and he'll be his old self again. I hope. He'll be okay, C-3PO. I can't imagine what I'd do without him. I know he's stubborn, but I... I... I know. Leia picks up R2-D2's intact memory drive, rescued by BB-8. She inserts it into R2-D2, reminiscent of the first time we saw the princess with the droid. R2 beeps to life. As his files catalog into chronological order, he projects the contents of his memory banks, and we witness their adventures over 60 years, all from the droid's perspective. Luke buying C-3PO from the Jawas, Obi-Wan giving Luke his father's lightsaber, R2 flying through the Death Star Trench, Han getting his medal on Yavin, Yoda lifting the X-Wing from the swamp, Luke saluting from the plank on Jabba's barge, Leia and Han outside the bunker on Endor. He saw everything. <laughs> yep. Leia is taken aback by the flood of memories. It is a catharsis for her and for us. She takes a deep breath. Thank you, R2. Leia leaves them alone together. R2-D2 beeps affectionately. At night, on Leia's balcony, she steps outside, looks up at the field of stars. A star falls. It gives her peace. On the planet Modesta, a serene sun-dappled ranch surrounded by rolling green fields of tall grass, smoke curls from the chimney. Finn sits with a circle of young kids, six to eleven, in a sun-drenched cabin. A fire crackles as he finishes a story. And the light could be seen all over the galaxy. In every system, Ray gave us all hope. A little girl, Seven, looks confused. But how do you know she's really gone? I don't think she is gone. I believe... Finn eyes Rose, seated at a wood table. Parts of a droid's motivator spread out in front of her. She smiles. I believe someday she'll come back. And when she does, we'll be here waiting. All of us. The kids smile, relieved. They like that ending. Go on, get outside. The kids leap up and run out into daylight. Finn rises with them and follows the last one out. The children race about the pasture. Dade is among them. So is the room boy from Canto Bight. They race around a nerf foal, trying to hook a ring around its tiny horns. BB-8 races with them, beeping excitedly. The little girl hooks it. The ring flies back through the air into her hand. These children are Force-sensitive. Finn and Rose have built a refuge for Force-sensitive youth to live the life they never had. 
Finn steps onto the front porch, leans against a post. The twin sunset washes his face. Something in that sunset changes his wistful expression. Unclear at first, but it soon becomes a realization. A tremor in the force. Oh, I thought Finn and Rose just had a ton of babies. (laughs) (laughs) In deep space, Poe and Chewie and the Falcon at light speed. The beacon hanging from the dash suddenly begins to glow. Chewie roars. Poe sees it, eyes wide. Chewie, turn the ship around. (laughs) I know, just turn around. On Modesta, Finn notices a glimmer of light in the distance. He steps forward to get a closer look. Rose joins him, shielding her eyes from the sun. A figure blurs on the horizon, a familiar silhouette, dirty, ragged, walking for a long time. BB-8 rolls forward, beeps excitedly. The kids hear the droid, stop their game, look to the fields beyond. On the horizon, Ray Solana. Her eyes are restored, only a faint scar runs across her forehead. The kids run toward her, joined by BB-8, who is faster. Ray walks on toward the homestead. Here she will train a new generation of Jedi and pass down what she has learned. That only an understanding of the balance within can lead to peace and justice in the galaxy. The Alright, well... What did we think? I think that some parts were really good and powerful, mm-hmm. and I kind of wish they put them in the movie. Mm-hmm. Some parts I was like, eh, yeah. I don't care much for this. Yeah. It was a good story. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good I liked, story. I liked the story of been written the best. I liked the story probably, it's actually, I liked the story a lot more than I liked The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Really? But okay. the way it was written... Or the way the lines were. Or, you know, stuff like that. Mm. That's what I didn't like. Mm. Or like the direction style. The writing style. You Mm. know? Sure. I just really liked this story, though. I think, yeah, some of it I liked. Like, yeah, I I could say the same thing Anna said, probably. Some I liked better than The Rise of Skywalker. Some I liked Mm. not as good. Yeah. I think, um, like, the Ray Kylo, uh, like, the, the climax there. That was really good. But it also seemed a little bit anticlimactic. Like, like what stopped? It was just hearing his mom's voice. Yeah, it was so true. fast. That's true. It was like, but Ben, come yeah, home. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, right. Here's your life back. You're welcome. Yes, I'm going to go. Goodbye now. Which, I mean, you could say the same thing about The Rise of Skywalker. It you was could. him hearing Leia say Ben that made him pause, you know? And, and that is what started him turning away from the dark, I think, right? But then no, there's the whole haunting. haunting. Well, no, because well, because remember, Ray stabbed him, and then she healed him, right? And then Han came to talk to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? But and it started like, with him hearing. Leia. I like the I like the whole thing about them fighting together. You know, they never really did that in the, oh, the script. Good point. Well, they did in the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. That's but, true. But yeah, they they did again. Oh, in more. The they and they were really, like on the same side in the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, um, you know, you know, like yeah, because I feel like he he was already kind of doubting, and this he just seemed like power hungry, like really um, power hungry, right? Yeah, and then all of a sudden, boom! Like it wasn't, it was technically like that in the Rise of Skywalker, but there was definitely more character development. 
before that happened. Yeah, yeah. And there was a little bit, there was more after it happened, too. Although people still complained that there was barely anything after, right? Yeah. We got, we got, he said, you know. He said. He said one word. Oh. He said, ouch. (laughs) Ouch. It was like, we heard Ben Solo say, oh. (laughs) that's pretty much it which i mean is really sad for a lot of people like they really were hoping to see a lot more ben um and i totally get that his Uh, last word was ouch ouch. right yeah pretty much i think it was ouch yeah his last actual word was dad his dad which that was in the middle of the movie i know (laughs) yeah well so yeah, and you know we got to see like the Knights of Ren fight more. That yeah, was kind of cool. That was cool. Um, we didn't get to see this much in the movie. We didn't get nearly enough of the Knights of Ren in the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah, like we still had no idea who they were, but I mean, right. I guess we still right. don't. But yeah, well, there's a comic with them in it if you really want to know, which we still haven't. I, I don't really want to. Know. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I don't. At this point, does it matter? They're <laughs> gone, like forever, pretty much. I, I did not like the Poe and Ray th- stuff. Nobody um, did. There? But, Nobody. Uh, the thing was, like, if they didn't get together in this in the script, that'd be fine. Like, like if Poe and Finn didn't, oh, I just felt yeah. like the that relationship between Poe and Ray was too forced. Yeah, <laughs> forced. <laughs> forced. I, mean, I can see it. I guess. Yeah, forced it to not happen. Or Ray, I mean, forced it to not happen. Um, no, Ray pro- probably saved. Poe's life like he could have he would have just died within like five seconds of Kyla on Mortis yeah yeah that's a good point true um yeah so well I hope I hope everyone enjoyed this this is pretty fun uh and I'm looking forward to I don't know this this is gonna be a project but I really do want to stitch it all together and uh try to make it one big long thing that you can listen to at once uh it's gonna be some heavy editing there but that's gonna be fun also one more one more thing yeah um, Ray Solana. Solana. Yeah. What do you think? It's like, why? I don't know. Like, <gasps> just a name. Yeah. But it's a name, right? It's it's name. Names are important. So yeah. A lot of people are mad. She, <laughs> a lot of people are mad. She was just Ray Skywalker. Right. You know, they wanted to know her real last name. Well, Palpatine, I suppose. True. All right. So, but she didn't want that name. But no, she didn't want that name. <laughs> I want to be Ray Skywalker. Okay. Well, actually, I did. if I was her, I would like the last name Skywalker because you know, for all the people that are mad, you can be mad, but, but like, they took her in. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like she's a Skywalker by heart, not by sure. blood. Yeah, she felt yeah. like she was like abdo- abdo- adopted by Luke and Leia. She kinda. was abducted by Luke and Leia. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounded like. It's not what I was gonna say. <clears throat> not what I meant to say. All right. Well, this was fun. I'm glad we actually finished it this time. This is good. The time timing worked out. So thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode, episode 178 of Children of the Force. And as always, thank you to those who support us over on patreon.com slash children of the force. Your support allows us to do this podcast and to make it better. And if you'd like to reach out to us online, you can contact us via Twitter. At Force Children. On Facebook, we are. Children of the Force. Our email address is. Forcechildren.gmail.com. Our website is. www.childrenoftheforce.com. And go to speakpipe.com slash children of the force and leave us a voicemail that we'd love to play on the show. Or just uh, record a voice memo on your phone and email it to forcechildren at gmail.com. 
And finally, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen to us. We've gotten some pretty emoji-heavy reviews on Apple Podcasts recently, which is pretty fun. Oh, hard, cool. hard to read on the show, though. But that's okay. Uh, we got one that was like 30 thumbs up, which is cool. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, yeah. But it, it does help get the show into more people's ears, especially those five stars. So we'd really, really appreciate it. If you didn't it. like it, five stars. If you did like it, five stars. Thank there. you. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Because by giving it five stars, even if you didn't like it, you're letting other people listen to it, which might be very, very happy to listen to it. True. Sure. Good point. All right. Well, this has been fun. For Children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Liam. And may the force be with you! First Order Forces are in retreat. Send more chip. Send more chips to the capital. They're hungry. Oh my god, first order forces are in retreat. Okay. Say your line. <laughs> I know I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Okay. I don't see why it's so funny. <laughs> you just have one line. Seven. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> one job, Anna. One all job. Right, all right, I the cuts one of my Okay, okay. First order forces are in retreat. Send more ships to the cabin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, God, uh, okay. Here okay. We go. Five minutes later. Okay, ready? It's yeah. okay. I, yeah. Okay. 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 We're good. Yep. First order forces are oh, in retreat. Sorry, start over. <laughs>